everybody. Welcome to the first episode of So There's That. My name is Simone Jordan, and I am co-hosting here with my sister... Michelle Taylor. Also known as The Mitchell. And the reason she's The Mitchell is because our grandmother could not spell. So on every Christmas card and birthday card, she was Mitchell. So that kind of stuck. Um, I'm often referred to as someone. Mm, because if they ask you who did it, someone. And we don't know who that is, do we? Someone did it, but we don't know who. So I'm someone, and that's Mitchell. She's also referred to from time to time as semen, just because it's real fun play on words. Yeah. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. That started back in high school. With some little perverted retards, and now I have to deal with that. But yeah, you're not the only one. I have that all the time. Thanks a lot. Um, and that, again, goes back thanks to my grandmother, because she named me that. So she couldn't name kids, and she couldn't spell. So she messed both of us up. Um, anyway, I'm married to a wonderful man who is a bit of a pervert. But we love him anyway, and his name is Luke, and we have four kids. Uh, the oldest is 20. Then we have a 14-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 12-year-old, two boys and two girls. Um, they get on our nerves, but we have to feed them anyway. And we've been married going on 15 years now, so uh, we have it pretty good. So what about you, Mitchell? Um, I am married to Jerry Lee Taylor, who is a closet goofball. He doesn't let it shine very often, but dear God, you close the door and the idiot shines. <laughs> it's great. We have four kids, 19, 15, 14, and 12. I think the last one's 12. Um, <laughs> three boys and one girl. And that's it. I mean, we just live in life to the fullest. Huh? That baseball practice, football practice, cheer, and work will allow. How many years y'all been married? We have been... God, don't ask me that. We have <laughs> been married for <laughs> eight years. Eight years. Oh. This June will be nine. Okay. So, I, um, I don't know about you, but, um, my husband, we went to school together, we were in the same class together, we grew up being really good friends, and then after we graduated, um, he went his way and I went mine, and then after I divorced my first husband, he and I kind of reconnected, and we've just been kind of inseparable ever since. So, um, we knew each other. Like, really well before we even started dating and got married. Did you know, Jerry? Uh, we knew of each other, and we could, like, pick each other out of a lineup. But, no, then he heard I got divorced, and then he sent me a Facebook message, which is so romantic. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that started out as he wanted a piece of ass, and I wanted a piece of ass. So, we come together, and then we just never separated. Oh, well, that's awesome. <laughs> I know. It's, that's like the most romantic Hallmark story. Ever. It is a Hallmark movie in the making. <laughs> I can see Hey, you girl. Know. Let me comment on this Facebook post. Hey, girl, you get your messages on your phone? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Way to go, Jerry. Well, Who knew? See? Oh. A Facebook message. A cooler of beer, and Owen Busby is responsible for mine and Jerry Lee's loving relationship. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> Way to go, Facebook. <laughs> the first dating app. Oh, <laughs> uh, so. Hey, hey, you can't forget my space. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know, like, I'm old enough to remember MySpace, and I even think I created a MySpace account, but I don't think I used it, like, five times. Oh, I created a MySpace account, and that sapsucker, I get on there every week, and I change the color of my wall, and I change the color of my font, like, I had a whole bunch of shit going on, but I was, like, 12, so I really didn't. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I acted like I did, girl. My my face page was on point every time he looked at it. <laughs> but I didn't do the whole MySpace thing for very I long. Did. I had like five friends. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. But like around here, it really took us longer than everybody else before we even got internet. Oh, do you know how hard it was to fix my MySpace every week listening to (laughs) 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 waiting on that DSL to finally dial in and God forbid somebody called before it connected. I know. That was horrible. It was horrible. And... I mean, not that service around here is much better when it comes to the internet provider. But anyway, we have moved up in the world. But yeah, that dial-up was amazing. <laughs> it was fantastic. These poor kids never know the struggle. Never know that struggle. They bitch when it ain't got 4G. <laughs> Would you try to find some dial-up? <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. My kids don't even know what, like, the old floppy disk Oregon Trail was. When I said floppy disk, they were like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, it was a floppy disk. We didn't have, like, CD-ROMs, and we just didn't download games to to our memory on our PlayStations. We had 3.5 by 5-inch floppy disks. Oh, uh uh-uh. The greatest thing ever. I was cleaning out the utility room one day, and I found the old tape player like the walk around i can't remember what it's called but it was the tape player and you put your little tape in there and you had your big ass headphones that you listen to well i found one and i found like three tapes the sap sucker still worked colton listened to that thing for months he thought that was the <laughs> coolest treasure he'd ever found in his life he's sitting back there and he's like oh mama these are neat how about you buy me some more is any new me- we gotta get some new music son no no uh, the only way you find a new music for that is at a yard sale in like yeah or the flea market yeah i mean you're not getting no new music they didn't put no yeah no mm-mm yeah, old, ain't no six nine gonna be coming out of that. Yeah, no, you ain't getting Old Town Road on a cassette. Achy <laughs> breaky heart, maybe, <laughs> but not Old Town Road. Oh Lord! So last week, kids' report cards come out. How'd that go? Oh, it went lovely. All of my children did so well. I I felt like such a success as a mother instilling in my children that grades are important and that you should do well in school because they all come home happy that they had some C's. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. They did not say happy low. No, they, they did not. not say happy low. No, because the rule in my house, A's get you presents, B's keep your shit, and C's make me lose mine. When- Skipping. Look at all the C's I got. I'm so proud of myself. (laughs) (laughs) And no. No. Listen here, Billy Madison. (laughs) We're going to have to have a discussion because this is not working. Well, I mean, you think your kids are bad. I homeschool my kids, okay? I know, that's because you're slightly off. Okay, but when you're a homeschooling kid... Has access to the book to take the test open book and still manages to make a 43 on a history test? Like, that's a problem. 43. I I changed grades last week. And whenever I saw 43 on a history test, I'm like, what in the hell is this? Mia was like, I didn't understand it. I'm like, you have the book. What do you mean you didn't understand it? Like, you can go back and look at all the material. 43 on a history test. I can do you better than that. John has made a 12 on an open book (laughs) test. And his excuse to me was, Mama, I ran out of time because she likes to get her questions from the little parts under the pictures on the side. She don't like to get her questions from the middle part, the main part of the book. It's still in the damn book. (laughs) 
it in the big part. He wasn't watching the That's pictures. That's what he told me. He said, Mama, send that little bitty part under, over the side, under the picture is where she gets all her questions. And I run out of time trying to find the answer. <sighs> Someone, it's still in the book. If you know she likes to get them from the little part, read the little part first. <laughs> this is great. Twelve. A twelve. A he 12. got his name, the date, and one question. Wow. That's awesome. So, um, I think if we don't step up our game, we might, um, have kids that turn out like a new story I seen this week. You know, recently Mississippi started the new lottery where now they sell scratch-offs everywhere. <clears throat> yeah, so I've been meaning to go buy some of those. So, you can buy scratch-offs and play scratch-off, you know, anywhere in Mississippi now. So, um, these two guys... And they're 47 and 48 years old. Like, they're not young and dumb. They, they're, like, old enough to know better. But anyway, they go get scratch-offs. And they have find out what the winning numbers are for this particular ticket that they bought. They took the other scratch-offs that did not win. Cut the numbers <laughs> off of them. And pasted them. <laughs> To a lottery ticket that had the winning numbers for $100,000 and went and tried to cash it in. They cut and pasted like kindergartners and made them a $100,000 lottery ticket and went to turn it in. Well, you can't blame a fellow for trying. <laughs> Sad part about all this is like one guy... Didn't even have a valid ID. Like, not only did he get arrested for trying to, you know, cash in like you a fraudulent. Yeah, like he did not have proper identification. Oh, well, now he I'm had a change my backup plan if you can get arrested. <laughs> he had a fake ID, and the 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 like penalty for that in Mississippi is twenty years in prison. Oh yeah, I'm changing my plan. Twenty years in prison and up to a five hundred thousand dollar fine. Ooh. So you better hope your friends on the outside start scratching. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to do better with our kids so they don't start gluing numbers lottery cards when they get older. I need to know how high you are <laughs> when you sitting in your circle going, oh, I've got it. We got all the numbers we need. They're just not, not together. on the same card, man. <laughs> you sit in your circle and all your other friends <laughs> tell you, yeah, I think you can do it. <laughs> I, I need to know what the dosage is for thinking that that's a good idea. Especially with those hefty fines. Yeah, I mean, that's not some little consequences. I mean, at first I was like, well, man, you tried. But when I, you can get arrested. I ain't going to jail. Mm-mm. 20 years. No. Like, there's people who have killed other people. Multiple people. And didn't do 20 years in jail. That's because they had a good lawyer. <laughs> but because you copied and pasted, you can get 20 years. You cut and paste, and you glued, and you made your own lottery ticket, and I you need, go I see this jail lottery ticket for twenty. Years. I need to see though, like, <laughs> did they even make sure they was all straight and lined up, or yeah. did they just like lick and stick? <laughs> yeah, did they make it look really <laughs> legit, or did it really look like kindergartners did it? I mean, did the lady at the checkout counter have to really look at it, or was she like really dumbass? <laughs> 47 and 48 years old. How was they that? both better lie in prison. They better lie whenever people come up on the playground and say, what you in here for? They better lie. Oh, you can't tell people in prison you went in there for sticking numbers on a lottery ticket. You had better come up with one hell of a story. I held up this gas station in Mississippi. I knocked that girl behind the counter in the head with the ass end of my pistol. I took all the money, and we just rode down the road, just throwing dollars <laughs> out the window. Yeah. Had a big old time. 
The cops called us and we was high as hell from all the shit we had bought from the money we had stolen. And we got into a full-blown tombstone shootout in my front yard. <laughs> yeah, you That's the story they better tell. They better make it good on mm-hmm. the playground because it's, no. Yeah. You can't be hard in jail because you use scissors and glue. <laughs> Man in Florida. Now we have man in Mississippi. Yeah, right. Oh my God. I was like, these people are dumb. How stupid. Really? But I can't wait. Alabama ever passed a lottery. I guarantee you some good stories come out of that shit too. Oh my God. <laughs> and I said, this cannot really be 20 years. I, that blew my mind. 20 years. See, I didn't even know this story had happened. I'm glad you told me. I may look it up. Yeah. 47, 48-year-old. Old enough to know better. You can get in 20 years and $500,000. know better, but I'm still too young to care. But we're going to do like kindergartners, and we're going to cut and paste a lottery <laughs> ticket together. Well, Your Honor, I got my safety scissors out. <laughs> What had happened? And I got my purple top glue stick. Sir, times are hard. (laughs) We used a non toxic glue. (laughs) We've been huffing them paint fumes all day, and we know it took a snort out of the gas tank, but we used a non toxic glue, Your Honor. We were not trying to hurt anyone. (laughs) I just couldn't believe it. That, mm mm. No. Mm mm. So, there you go, folks. Don't be gluing and pasting no lottery tickets together in Mississippi. Well, I will make fun of you. And you'll go to jail for 20 years. <laughs> so, Michelle has an interesting job. Oh, She's yeah. a physical therapist. But her favorite pastime is reading chart signs. Oh, my God. So... I get Snapchats all the time about, tell me what this means. Do you see what they put on this church sign? What this supposed to say? (laughs) So, she sees church signs all the time and asks me questions about her church signs. Well, look, I'm going to tell you. I, I don't know why churches feel like they need a changeable sign. I, I really don't. You're at church. You put your sign out there. Jesus loves us all. Amen. That's all. That's all we need. That's. I feel like that would be sufficient. But no, they choose to find the biggest ding dong in the congregation to make these signs. They have to find little lady Sally back there who thinks she's clever with her little sayings. And she's responsible for changing the signs. I know y'all have done it. You have drove by a church sign and read it and went, mm-mm, I, 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 no, I ain't going there. Because they either come off as snarky or retarded. <laughs> Don't you love it when you find one that ain't even spell right? I love it. <laughs> makes my day. Oh, it makes my day. Yeah. But the the one that I come across here a couple weeks ago, and it's still up, and it tickles the shit out of me every time I drive by, it says, do you believe God hears you when you pray? Well, he does. <laughs> I mean, thank you so much. I was doubting myself. I've been doubting myself for weeks, and then I drove by your church, and you cleared it all up for me. You fixed it. <laughs> I appreciate it. I now have it all together now that I read on your church sign that he hears me. But the one that I really, really love, and, like, I appreciate TV Baptist for doing this. Like, I really do. Because if you're not a Baptist, you didn't get it. It said, come early and get the good back seat. (laughs) (laughs) I loved that one so thank you tibby baptist whoever put that one up because that one made my day because as a baptist especially a southern baptist everybody has unofficial assigned seats in the church 
Mm -hmm. And everybody starts in the back and slowly fills up to the front. <laughs> right. And if you get there and a visitor oh. is in your seat, mm -mm, <laughs> that is not good. You're going to get the stank eye. The lady's going to talk about you over in the corner. And they're going to make you as uncomfortable as they can to make you move on down the pew. Because that's where they normally sit. Oh, well, let me tell you what happened today. Look, my pits started itching i got so nervous it was so bad i was coming back from one of my patient's houses and a cop got in behind me okay i don't know why but every time a cop gets behind me i am nervous as hell i have never been in trouble with the law with the exception of like a speeding ticket here and there and that not using my blinker ticket which is bullshit but anyway <laughs> that's all I, i've never been like Pulled over for a DUI. I have never committed any type of a crime. I've never been in trouble with the law. But for some reason, when a cop gets behind me, my pits get to itching, my butt squinches up, I get so <laughs> tense and nervous, and it happened today. And I was like, I was like, oh, oh, God. And then I, I ain't speeding. I had my cruise control set. I was so proud of myself. This is a 45. I had my cruise set on 48 because I feel like 45 is a stupid speed limit. But, <laughs> so, I was doing 48. And I was like, I ain't speeding today. You ain't give me for that. And I was like, I got my lights on. I ain't trying to turn. My blinkers work. So, why are you behind me? And he'd like pull up and then back off a little bit and pull up and back off a little bit. And I was like, well, sir, you're in a cop car. If you want to go around, go around. Well, then he pulls up behind me and turned the blue lights on. Oh, my, my heart sank. I was like, oh, God. Dear Jesus, please tell me that I paid all my tickets. <laughs> Dear Jesus, please help me. So he gets. God heard you when you prayed. So he got. Yeah, I know he heard me. But so I roll my window down, I pull over and I roll my window down, and I poke my head out. And thankfully, it was a cop that I knew, but it still didn't make it any better. I'm telling you, like, I don't know what it is about a cop but it makes me so nervous I, I guarantee you there are people that have crossed the border with four mexicans stuffed in the trunk and 17 kilos of cocaine stuffed into the seat they're sitting in that have crossed the border less nervous than i get for doing nothing <laughs> And so, you made yourself look guilty. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he gets up there and I'm shaking. And I'm like, no, sir. I don't have nothing in this car. And it ain't got nothing in it. I promise. And so, sitting there, they're like, all of this is all getting wet under my armpits because I'm just killing myself. And he comes up and he's like, it's your tag, ma'am. And I was like, I got it. It's right here. I was like, I'm sorry. It's right here. I'm good. I promise I am. Because it's a company car that I'm driving. Well, then he's like, okay. Well, then he, he kind of walks off a little bit and he comes back. He goes, why don't it have two stickers on it? Well, I'm all nervous again because I don't know why I don't have two stickers on this car. I promise. I swear. They mailed me this tag. I don't know why it doesn't have two stickers on it. I don't. So he's like okay well do you have any paperwork so i show him my paperwork and he's like okay it's all good he was like but you may want to call to find out why they don't have those two stickers on there because you have to have both of those on each side of your tag for it to be a legal tag and i was like okay i'll get on that right now officer i promise i'm good so <laughs> i drive off and whenever i drove off like i didn't mean to but i kind of spun a little trying to get out of the ditch <laughs> And I was like, and I got myself nervous all over again. I was like, oh, shit, he's going to get me again. And he did. So, and whenever I drove away, I was like, why do you make yourself so nervous? But I'm that person that will tell on myself to the police. Like, mm -hmm. you don't want to commit no crimes with me. Because the police show up, I'm doing. Like, we can lie to your mama. We can lie to your daddy, we can lie to your grandma, we can lie to everybody. But the moment the cops pull up and say, what happened? You might as well run because I'm fixing to tell them. You, you fixing to pull a 6'9 
heels? Yes. And I don't have time to you, go to jail. You going back like Chuck on the Goonies. Like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm selling it from the third grade all the way oh, through. I have told on myself to the police. I didn't stop at a stop sign one night and the cop pulled me over and he was like, why didn't you stop at that stop sign? Sir, I never stop at that stop <laughs> sign. I am so sorry. And Shay looks at me and she's like, you idiot. What are you doing? You tell him I didn't see it. You say, I'm so sorry. I, I was distracted. Or you make up something. You don't tell him you never stop at the stop sign. I'm like, but he's in a uniform, so I had to tell him the truth. <laughs> yeah. So we not commit no crimes with you. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not commit crimes with you. So, we took our first cruise this so year. there's that. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Pit sweaty, looking like superstar oh, over here. It was terrible. We took our first cruise this year. Well, it wasn't our, my first cruise. It was uh, y'all's first cruise. Yes. Yours and Jerry's first cruise. Luke and I have been on them. We've been making y'all to go. We finally planned it up. And we had a fabulous time on the cruise. Um... We went to see the Killer Bees comedy show at the Punchline Comedy Club, and it was absolutely hilarious. And that's part of where the inspiration behind this show came from, the name for the show, uh, this podcast, There's That. Um, that was a tagline he had used a couple times in some of the jokes that he had told, and it was the funniest thing. But um, Killer Bees, watching him on TV, like watching him on Moonshiners and stuff like that, you wouldn't think he was that funny. But when you go to a comedy show, he is freaking hilarious. Well, see, that's, I had, I don't watch Moonshiners. If it's not Friends, Golden Girls, or Vikings, mm-hmm. I don't watch it. So, I had never watched them. Well, see, I watch Friends, Moonshiners, <laughs> and Golden Girls. Well, you should watch Vikings because that show is the bomb.com until... Last week, I'm so pissed off. <laughs> but anyway, oh. that's, that's a different day. But um, I'd never watched him. So the comedy show that night, mm-hmm. like, he was really, really funny. Like, I enjoyed that way more than I ever thought I would. Mm-hmm. It was like hilarious. we went night one, and I couldn't wait to go back night two. Mm-hmm. He was really, really good. Um, he's told a lot of relatable jokes. A lot of funny stuff about itself. It was great. We had a good time. The Quest show was good. So, anybody yeah. listening, if you're an adult and you don't get easily offended or grossed out, I yeah. encourage you to do the Carnival Quest show. Yeah, but uh, at Carnival Quest, you will learn that in that moment, you're willing to do way more for a piece of plastic. <laughs> Then you will at any other point <laughs> in your life. Yeah. It was something it was to great. behold. Yeah, it was great. And, like, you're, we got put with some random strangers on our team because everybody had to have a team of six, and we were only four, so we got put with some random strangers. But we got close to them fast. <laughs> yes, we sure did. And, hey, they were team players. Kudos yeah. to them. They were team players. But, yeah, if you ever go on Carnival Quest, uh, ever go on a Carnival Cruise, Take advantage and play the Carnival Quest game. Like, it's not for people who are easily offended. It's not for people who have, um, like, easy-to-turn stomachs. And it's not for people who think sex is a taboo subject. So, if you're one of those people, don't do it. Like, just go up to Lido, sit in the little bar area over there by the windows and listen to the band. But, if you want to have a good time... And that sort of stuff doesn't offend you. Take advantage of it. It's a blast. Yeah. <laughs> so but that shows kind of like Vegas. What happens in that room stays in that room. Absolutely. Because dear Lord. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. A piece of plastic. Like we didn't even <laughs> get a bottle of wine or not. No. You. If you win, you wind up with a plastic boat trophy. Like, it's not even metal. It is plastic. Plastic. <laughs> plastic boat. Yeah, that's great fun, though. So, if you ever get a shot, do it. And if you ever get the chance to watch Killer Bees at the Comedy Club, go watch him. The guy is genuinely hilarious. Oh, right. You know, your daddy's slightly off. 
Well, I say hey. your daddy, our daddy. He's slightly off. He's, <laughs> he's not right. I was going to say, that's your daddy. Um, <laughs> he comes in the store the other day while I was at work, and he sits down, and we started talking about the water. Because mama does not drink water. All my life, I'm fixing to be 40, I have never seen our mama drink a glass of water. She's never. But Jerry Lee makes fun of me for the way I say that word. So, water? Water. 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 That's what I said, water. But he tells me that I say it retarded. It's water. Water. What's wrong with it? I don't know. He tells me I put too many extra R's in it. Are we supposed to say, say water? I don't know, but he makes fun of me. He said, what you want to drink? Some water, damn it. <laughs> water, yeah. That's water. what it is, water. But I've never seen her drink water my entire life. So her doctor finally gets on to her and tells her, Martha, you have to start drinking water. Your body stays dehydrated. You have to have water to flush toxins out of your system. You take too much medication to not drink water. <laughs> you have to drink it. And Daddy starts talking about how um, city water is going to kill you. You don't need to drink city water. It'll kill you. I was like, well, what made you say that? And he's like, I'm telling you. He said, oh, fella down the road, he drinks a glass of water and then a glass of whiskey. And then a glass of water and a glass of whiskey. If he ever stops drinking that whiskey, he's going to die. <laughs> I said, that's because he's been drinking whiskey for 50 years. His body will go into shock. I said, why? Why is he going to die? He said, because that water's going to kill him. <laughs> I said, we eat Flint, Michigan, Daddy. Like, I don't really think it's that bad. Like, I know they put chlorine and stuff in it, but I don't really think drinking water is going to kill you. He's like, yeah, yeah. You, If you want to live forever, drink whiskey. You want to die, drink the city water. Daddy's solution to everything is brown Lysol, whiskey, and vinegar. If you, if you want to just completely live forever, you drink a shot of vinegar in the morning, you drink whiskey all day, and you bathe in brown Lysol, and you're going to be fine. <laughs> and the Lysol he bathes in is like, <laughs> like, it's not, it's, it's not mixed. It's like super concentrated. It's the kind that you have to pour a capful and a gallon of water and mix. No, he just pours the whole bottle in a bathtub and soaks in it. I don't know why. Like, what does he think it's going to do? He's getting all germs off. <laughs> That's, look, whenever, whenever, like, I do my, like, really deep spring cleaning and, like, I clean mm -hmm. before winter, I'll use that Lysol mm -hmm. to mop with and to wipe down my walls with. And it smells like and daddy. the kids will come inside and they'll be like, Mama, Papa, come down here and take a bath. <laughs> Like, I do the same thing, and I'm like, oh, my God, it smells like daddy in here. <laughs> that is Carol. Brown Lysol, vinegar, and whiskey. Yeah, so don't drink the city water. It'll kill you. <laughs> you drink whiskey instead. That was his advice the other day. <laughs> we was walking into Walmart one day, and Mama was about five steps behind him. And we were going in the door, and, you know, Walmart, they got the little lady at the front. Welcome to Walmart. Well, there was this little old lady sitting there. Well, he got through the front door, and he went up to her. He said, all right, now, don't put your hands on me, Don. You can't put your hands on me today. You got to stay off of me today. My wife's with me today. You better stay over there. Don't put your hands on me. Oh, my God. So, Mama's back here shaking her head, and the little lady at the front door, who's, like, got to be somewhere in her 70s, is looking at him like, sir, I promise I wasn't putting my hands on you. <laughs> I was not going I was not trying to put my hands on you. I bet her pet started this <laughs> And mama's back there just shaking her head and I'm dying because their reactions were priceless. The yeah. lady, she was like, I'm fixing to get like a sexual assault charge. He's gonna say I was harassing. His wife's gonna be mad because now she thinks I'm trying to touch her husband. And my mom's like, Oh my god, John Ray just stopped. No, the day he took me to school in the tractor, that was great. Um, we were at work, and Mia had to go to sixth period, 
and we were packed out, so I couldn't just leave and take her. And he's like, I'll take her to school. I didn't know he was at the store on the tractor. Like, he drove the tractor to the restaurant to eat in the middle of town. I didn't know he was in the tractor. I'll take her to I'll take her to school. We go out there. She has to load up in the tractor. And he takes her to school and drops her off at home ec in the tractor. Good job, John Ray. Oh, no. This one time at Bank Camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I played the French horn in the band. Okay. Mm-hmm. In case you don't know. This thing wraps around and comes out with this big old bell on the end. The case for this song, bitch, is huge. It, this is not no little luxury flute or clarinet that we're toting around. Okay, this is a big-ass thing that does not tear apart, so the case is even bigger. He pulls up to pick me up from band camp knowing this is the instrument that I play on a motorcycle. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So, here I am. I have to straddle this death machine with him driving. Yes. Mm -mm. And then, I have to figure out where to put this French horn. So, I'm having to hold it to the side <laughs> at, while we drive down the road. And he's he stops and he's like, that thing's throwing me off balance. I'm like, who told you to come and pick me up on a goddamn motorcycle? But instead of just driving straight out and coming back home. No, he had to pull past the band room, go all through the parking lot, show all these people that <laughs> I'm having to hold this big-ass case out to the side, show all these people how I'm looking on the back of this motorcycle before he finally takes me to the house. And then he's going to stop. Don't throw me off back. Well, no shit, Sherlock. It weighs 75 pounds. At least you ain't the one holding it. I could have killed him. And then... <laughs> You know he did that on purpose. I did. And then these are the times <laughs> yeah. that, like, you know, Mama won't say, oh, I love my girls. I love my girls. I look back on some of the shit she let us do and made us do with him, and I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no. No, she didn't. She was hoping we die. <laughs> she's, I'm like, you know the instrument that I play more than he does because I've had to, like, this thing was so big. You couldn't even put it in the back seat of her car because the bell part of the case wouldn't go through the darn door. So I'd have to put it in the trunk. You picked me up numerous times from band camp knowing that we've had this to do, but you gonna let him ride off on his motorcycle and giggle, ha ha, he's gonna pick up the shell. But then, I love my girls. Yep. Yeah. Yes, she does. Oh, man. Don't drink the city water. Daddy should never drive an Uber. Daddy should never drive a short stick up a goat's ass. Much <laughs> this is true. Much this less. is true. Yeah, he should much not. less anything with wheels and a motor. So he's picked you up on a motorcycle. He's picked Mia up with the tractor. I think the worst thing he's ever picked me up in that was that turkey turd, two-tone tan, dually truck that he was so proud of. With the bondo over the fenders. It was horrible. I was like, I will walk home. Just pull out of the parking lot. Just pull out of the parking lot and I will walk home. I am not riding with you in that hideous thing. I loved riding in that truck. Uh -uh. The shocks were gone. The seats uh -uh. had like the old-fashioned springs in them. So you hit a bridge just right and you're bouncing for hours. No. It was like being in a bouncy house traveling down the road. Oh, my God. He was so embarrassing. I hated that truck. I hated it. I was like, you had better-looking vehicles and you sold them on purpose to buy this. No, it was horrible. And then the Barney Purple Dooley. Yeah, yeah. Looked like, looked like the most That got hideous. stuck in the middle of the highway because it was so weak and the tires were so <laughs> shitty. It got stuck on the main highway because it got in a pothole and could not get out. But it looked like the most ridiculous fishing lure company. <laughs> they literally had to get trucks to pull him out of the middle of the road because it got stuck in a pothole on the main highway. But... 
and he get back in and he go, it's a good truck. Yeah, it's a good truck. Yeah, like that diamond in the rough he's got sitting in the yard right now. Oh, yeah, it's a good truck. Yeah, yeah. It's a good truck. Yeah, like Jeep Comanche. Yeah. But he's never owned a vehicle that didn't have a code to drive it. Good luck, thief, on breaking into <laughs> any one of them vehicles and driving away. Right. Because you got to turn the steering wheel to the right three times and then cock it over to the left and then put, tilt it up and put the key halfway in and then pull it back out. And mm-hmm. Combination I mean, of like, everything. It was ridiculous. Never had a vehicle that you could just go and sit down and turn the key on and drive away. Never. Reckon that's why he does it? I don't know. So he could get a flirt out of letting somebody borrow his vehicle, sit out there and watch him try to crank it for 20 minutes? (laughs) I'm telling you, anybody ever comes up into that yard going, I'm going to steal me one of these rigs, I'll sit back, I'll watch, I'll wait. We won't, I promise not to call the police. I'll give you a minute. He'll give up. He'll give up and say, nah, forget it. It's not worth it. (laughs) They'll be like, never mind. I enjoy walking. Yeah. (laughs) I guess it is why he does that. Makes sense now. Maybe there is a method to his madness. I don't no, know. No, no, no. Don't give him that much credit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. Mm mm. But yeah, he's not right. It's a wonder we are alive. Like, seriously. Hmm? And not boogered up. We or, are boogered up. No, not like. <laughs> Not like flicted, as he wants to call it. Like, we still have all our arms and all our legs, <laughs> fingers and toes. Like, barely sometimes. But it's a wonder we didn't really get, <laughs> we didn't really get flicted. Well, he did his best. <laughs> oh, my God, that was horrible. When he ripped your hand with the bob bar fence, that yeah. was horrible. Ripped my hand off and then gonna look at me like it was my fault and fuss at me. What'd you let it go for? Well, because it broke and it ripped my hand off. It skinned my hand. I now have meat hanging and bone showing. That's why I let it go. <laughs> Had to have surgery on tendons. Had to have all kinds of crap fixed and replaced. You shouldn't have let it go. What you doing, dumbass? What yeah. you let it go for? That's yeah. what I heard. And I'm sitting there holding my hand. Yeah, and my bleed. fingers flailed back. Bleeding out right there. <laughs> and he's going to go all red foreman on everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a wonder we didn't die. And then he was like, oh, shit, she is injured. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he saw blood. My bad. <laughs> and then my mom was up there. She was going, oh, oh, she's going to die. She's going to bleed to death on her hand. She's gonna die. And he's sitting over there going, Shut up, Loris. She ain't gonna die. Don't forget a towel. <laughs> oh, he'd love to aggravate Momo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's his Every- favorite shit. Walk by you and. Uh, yeah. People ask me all the time, Mama, why can't I scare you? Why ain't you never scared? Well, that didn't scare you. No. No, it sure did not. Because I have become desensitized to that kind of stuff. Like, Daddy walks by you and goes, every time he walks by you, no, don't scare me. Don't scare me at all. John found out, though, that when you do scare me, I don't give a crap if you are a 10-year-old kid. I will punch you in the forehead. (laughs) He was hiding in the pantry. Lights was off. He's in the pantry. I opened the door, and at that moment, like, I couldn't see what was in the pantry. I just seen there was something in the pantry. And before I even registered what was going on, I had to rear back and punch. And whenever I punched, I punched him right in the forehead. He was, oh, mama, it's just me. I was like, you sounded like, you sounded like you just saw mama's family. That's how he sounded. He was like. I wish I could have seen it. It was terrible because then I felt like a horrible person for punching my kid in the head. But at the same time, don't he be deserved hiding. it. Don't he be hiding it. and then trying to scare me. Yeah, you deserved it. He he totally deserved it's it. It's all fair game when you're scaring somebody. Like if you run the risk of jumping out at somebody, you can either it's gonna go one of two ways. They're gonna squeal and run away, or their flight or fight's gonna kick in. They yeah, flee. 
a punch in the head. <laughs> John learns you're a fighter, not a flyer. <laughs> Says he tried that bit again? No. <laughs> At least mm -mm. he learned that lesson. Yeah. That might be the only one he's picked up, but he got that one. Hmm. Yep. So there's that. Yeah, there's that. Punch your 10-year-old kid in the head. Great job. Mm, mother of the year right here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you um see this week? It was a sweet story. It wasn't a funny story. It was really, really sweet. And I almost cried, especially when I read the whole article and I watched, looked at all the pictures and stuff. Um, little eight-year-old boy who pushed and pulled his disabled brother in a uh, inflatable raft. He did um, a triathlon with his brother who's disabled at eight years old. That was the most precious okay. thing I have ever seen in my life. I read that and I did squall. I was like, oh my God, this is the sweetest thing. And like I'm sitting there and I'm booing because I know how much it takes out of you just to ruin much mm -hmm. less while you're pushing or pulling something and then you've got all this other crap going on and you're not doing that for just like a little mile and a half this no. is a wave so i think it was what three and I a half was, miles i was squalling and reading this story and then i got to thinking i was like this kid has got to be the greatest human being ever because I know at eight years old, the only thing I would have pushed my sister through was a mud hole. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. and that would have just been to watch her get her ass whooped for being muddy when she come back home. So, I mean, I'd have pushed her down the hill. <laughs> I pushed her off the back of the truck. <laughs> but I would not have pushed her for no running. So, he's got to be, like, the best little kid ever. Yeah, I thought it was so, so sweet. And <clears throat> I was like, how did this kid swim that far, pulling this kid in a raft, bike, and run? Like, it, it was a legit triathlon, and I think it was either three or three and a half miles. But still, anyways, that's a feat for an eight-year-old kid. Yeah. Pulling and pushing somebody. I was I was just amazed. And I cried. And, I, and the pictures. Oh, my God. The pictures made me boo-hoo. But it was the sweetest story I had ever seen in my life. So, somebody is raising their kids right. Thank God. Because there's enough of them I'd like to beat the crap out of them. Yeah, because I know with John and Colton, you know, they would not do that. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. See, Colton won't even run across the field to like get a ball for John, much less pull John yeah. across the field to get the ball himself. <laughs> I know that's not gonna happen. No, I don't think my kids would do that for each other. They, I don't know. They, they might surprise me, but like right now, I don't think. I, mm -mm, no, they wouldn't. No, mm -mm. they might try to drown them each other, or like you said. <laughs> trip each other, knock them down, but they're not pushing or pulling nobody anywhere. Like, the one, the oldest kid, Xander, the oldest boys, he's too competitive. Like, mm -mm. I know. He no. told Landon, you better figure mm -mm. it out because I ain't doing it. Yeah, he's too competitive. Like, no, I'm leaving you here. You're dead weight. I'm not losing for you. <laughs> Xander would have left him there <laughs> yeah. at the starting line. But, mm -mm, mm -mm, I'm not losing for you. So, I don't, I don't think my kids would have done that for each other. So, Kudos to those parents, and that little boy is an awesome little kid. Yes. So, <clears throat> that was a sweet story for the week. Yes, that one made me feel good. Yes. And then all the little koala bears and all the, like, all the little kangaroos in Australia, seeing them all burn up and stuff, that made me sad. Okay, I didn't look at none of that, and I'm not going to look at none of that because I know that I'm a crier. So, no. Not going to do it. I thought it was pitiful. It's terrible, and it is a very bad situation, but I'm not going to be looking at pictures of it. Well, I thought it was pitiful and awful, and I know that tons and tons of people are doing a lot of things to help Australia out. So, I wish I could go over there and hug a koala bear. 
<laughs> you want to hug a koala? I want to hug a koala bear and be okay. like, I'm so sorry. Okay. The only animal that I want to catch out of the wild and bring home just to hug it is a manatee. And <laughs> I have tried. Barbara, manatee. I have tried to You're get Jerry Lee. Like, they go and they have them in Florida. We can just drive down, go out there, and get one, and come back, and it'd be fine. Like, it'd be fine. If we, if we need to steal Mama Manatee, too, I mean, she'd be a little harder, but we could get them both, so that way she don't have separation anxiety. So, let me get this straight. <laughs> let me get this straight. We are not gluing numbers to a lottery ticket for some money, but we are a going to steal a manatee. <laughs> a manatee would be worth it. As long as the cops didn't show up, it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, because you, sweaty pants, gonna tell I don't classify. Yes, she's in the boat. <laughs> I don't classify the game warden in that same situation. So uh, if he comes and he's like, "Ma'am, we have reports of a stolen manatee. Um, can we check your property or whatever?" I'm like, "Uh, you better have a damn search warrant because I ain't stole shit." <laughs> so the game warden's different. Yeah, he's different. Um, I feel like sometimes they just mean. <laughs> okay. So, as long as we're committing a crime <laughs> that involves animals, you're good. Yeah. Like, okay. but we have to be doing it for, like, the betterment of something. Like, I feel like coming home and being able to go out there in the backyard and get in a pool with the manatee and them just, like, <laughs> the way they do... <laughs> Oh, that would make wait, my heart wait, so wait. happy. What do they do? What do they do? <laughs> That's how they sing when they eat. But I yeah, think, I'm sure of it. I'm I think sure. that would make my heart happy. And like all those days that I come home and I'm like, oh my God, why, 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 Lord, why me? I could go out there and lay down and then I'd be like, oh, this is why. And I'd just lay there and play my manatee. Manatee. Yeah. Because a dog or a cat wouldn't work. I've been asking for a damn cat for like seven years now. I'm One of these days, I'm going to just go rogue and go buy my own damn Maine Coon. That's what's going to happen. So, so, like, I've been asking for this Maine Coon for forever. And I've been waiting for Jerry Lee to be in agreement and be like, okay. We don't need to eat this week. We can buy you a mango. <laughs> One day, I'm just going to pack up and be like, it's Benny Wings for you, bitch. And I'm going to drive and get me one. So, well, it's coming. Well, on a good note, um, back to your uh, husband's first date app, Facebook. I saw where you posted a rant about the whole Hallmark movie oh, thing. Freaking God. On a good note, during the week, Golden Girls is back on. At 11. Not at 10. At 11. They bumped Golden Girls back to 11 o'clock. Okay, if there's one thing that Hallmark Channel has taught me, it's if you are a man or a woman that has been in a relationship for greater than six months, you better not let your significant other go to the mountains on a retreat for a week because she ain't coming back. <laughs> You better not let, oh, I gotta go check on the cabin in the woods that my mama left me, and that's all I got. Because she ain't coming back. Some lumberjack's gonna come through the woods, and then, oh, I love the way he chops that wood, and she's gonna be <laughs> run off with him now. I mean, it's not, like, those movies piss me off so bad. <laughs> because it's, oh, I've been with this guy for six years, been licking his ass for six years, so that we can get married, because apparently that's all women want out of life, is to just get married. So I've been doing this for six years to get married. Now he's finally proposed, but I met Jack three days ago. Do I really want to marry Ken that I've had for six years? <laughs> oh, they make me so mad. And then they're going to bump Golden Girls back to 11 o'clock for that shit. <laughs> no. And then on Friday... Oh, let's have a countdown to Christmas starting in goddamn January. <laughs> whenever we have had two months of 24 hours of, oh, thank you for showing me the real meaning of Christmas. I'm such a dumbass. I didn't know. I mean, like, 
Oh, please. And they've only got five people that work at Hallmark because the same five people is in every goddamn movie. <laughs> well. Just pisses me off. Oh, my God. I'm so mad right now. <laughs> See, it makes my, like, soul rest when I hear that, dun, 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 dun. thank you for being a friend, as I'm laying my head down in my pillow. <laughs> yeah, it's just your nighttime lullaby. That's, that's, that's my, it's okay, Michelle, everything's right with the world. The Golden Girls are on. <laughs> you can go to sleep You now. can go to sleep now and rest easy, because Blanche and Sophia and Rose, they're all okay. It, it, it drives Luke nuts. It drives Luke <laughs> nuts that I will watch Friends and Golden Girls every night. He's like, how many times do you have to watch this episode? As many times as it comes on, Luke. As many times as it comes on. Jerry Lee will be like, you know it's bad whenever I know what the hell's about to happen in this show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's I, like, I know you've watched this way more than I have. If I can tell you what's fixing to happen right now, you've seen this way too many times. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm watching yeah. this time next time it comes on too. Yeah, I don't see the problem. I don't understand it. You watch Rocky over and over and over. I don't really see the problem because I like the Golden Girls. And I don't care how many times you watch it. It's still funny. As Jerry Lee, like, thanks, Phoebe. Hmm? But that's what I tell him all the time. I'm like, you're my lobster. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I told him that, he was like, what? I was like, you sit your ass down because we're fixing to fix that. We're fixing to teach you what you're yeah. my lobster. You're going to learn today. <laughs> I seen a post today and I totally related to it because like twice a year I go out and I like fix up and I put on my stuff. But most of the time, I look like garbage at home. <laughs> I don't even try. Like I put on sweatpants <laughs> and sleeping pants and the biggest t-shirt I can find. Like I finally put on some makeup and my kids go, who died? <laughs> I know, right? Like I don't ever hardly wear makeup. I don't hardly ever fix my hair. Working in a restaurant has to stay up so your hair don't get in people's food. So, I don't know. Like, I almost forget how to fix my hair sometimes. It, it, I go so long in between actually having to fix it. I don't even know how anymore. My favorite movies, like, when I, they come on, I turn into that same 8 and 10 year old kid again. Because... You know the Goonies is, like, my favorite. Mm -hmm. And I'm still, like, super excited over the Goonie key you bought me for Christmas. Like, I put it in my Crown Royal bag by my bed to keep, for safe keeping and everything. Like, I'm, like <laughs> don't wait. touch my key. Don't touch my key. That's my skeleton key. Do not touch my key. Put it in a Crown Royal yes. bag for safe <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Because... Mm -hmm. <laughs> It was a limited edition salted caramel crown royal bag. So, it's oh. really pretty with a snowflake on it. So, it reminds me that you got it for me for Christmas. <laughs> oh. Is that how you're setting yourself up for all <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I probably won't remember any of that. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I put it, that skeleton key and the medallion, it's in my bag. And you do not touch my bag. That made my whole year. I'm so excited. I don't know what that means to y'all, but like that Goonie key meant a hell of a lot to me. Well, I'm glad I could do that for you. <laughs> See, I am a good person. <laughs> yeah. But watching those movies, and, and to this day, at almost four years old, I could watch the Goonies over and over. I could watch the Princess Bride over and over. Let's see that one. I one. could watch the Never Ending Story over and over. I could watch the Gremlins over and over. Like, I'm still like those movies I watched when I was 8, 9, 10 years old. Mm -hmm. And when I watch them, I go back to being that 8, 9, 10 year old little kid. Like, I still love those movies. Mm -hmm. I know it's weird. No. Just, like, I love The Princess Bride is my all-time favorite. And anytime I get the opportunity to use the word inconceivable, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love that one. <clears throat> that was probably my favorite. But what's eating Gilbert Grape mm -hmm. is like way up there. Forrest Gump. Oh my gosh, I'm on. Jerry Lee Forrest Gump. This is why I married him. Okay. He Forrest Gumps himself 
without intending to force gump himself. <laughs> he was talking to a fella a couple weekends ago, and the guy asked him, and I was like, so what do you do for a living? He was like, well, I work offshore on the jack-up boats, and da 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 and he was like, okay, well, I don't really know what that is. Well, Jerry Lee whoops his phone out, and he pulls a picture, and he goes, that's my boat. <laughs> DiCaprio wins an Oscar for his performance in The Revenant, where he just walked around going, uh, 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 uh. the whole movie. I feel like any idiot could have played that part. Oh, no. He was brilliant in What's Eating Gilbert Great, mm -hmm. but he didn't get nothing for that. No. What's Eating Gilbert Great was an awesome movie. That's my favorite part whenever he's skipping through the house. Mama's a whale. My favorite part. Take it for a walk. Take it for a jog. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he that was a great movie. And he won an Oscar for The Revenant. He's been in lots of great movies, though. I love him. Not as much as Johnny Depp. Oh, no, no, no. Mm -mm. Not as much as Johnny Depp. No, but I really wish Johnny Depp would go back to like the Edward Scissor hands and what's eating Gilbert Grape. And like, like, I like him in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies just because, like, I like him. You didn't like him as Willy Wonka? But I don't, and I see, like, that one's a tough one for me because I have a really hard time with these remakes, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm an original girl. Mm -hmm. I don't like it when you remake a song. And I don't really care for when you remake a movie. Especially one like Willy Wonka. Because that was a great one. Oh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein, as he said. What's his name? That played Willy Wonka in the first one? See, this is where I'm horrible because I can't never remember what people's actual names are. But he did a great job. Don't Gene touch Wilder? it. Yeah, don't touch it. Just leave it alone. He was fabulous. And Grandpa Joe getting up out of the bed and skipping around. Don't touch it. So I take it you didn't watch the remake of Overboard? No! Yeah, see, I didn't really think that was going to be a great idea either because, I mean, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell and the original well, Overboard I was great. Goldie Hawn. Like, I have an unnatural love for that lady. She can do no wrong. There, like she could go out and murder fifteen people, and then just sit there and twiddle her thumbs like she didn't do shit. And I would be like, "Well, Goldie Hawn did it. It's fine." Why? I love her. Like I think she is so precious. Okay. <laughs> She's a lovely lady. <laughs> okay. Like she's just great to me. Like I don't know why, but she is. See, I'm that way with Reese Witherspoon. I love Reese Witherspoon. She's great. Ever since I watched her in The Man in the Moon, I have everything else she's played in, I've watched it just because... She pissed me off in Reese, Man in the Moon. Reese Witherspoon was in it. Like, I like Reese Witherspoon. She pissed me off. Yeah, I mean, she was kind of a, a heifer in that movie. She did. She pissed me off in that movie. But I really liked that movie, and I just liked her from that point on. So, I watched everything with her in it. I, so, your Goldie like is my Reese. Okay. See? Okay. So, I think we've about covered everything this week. We've gotten pulled over. Don't drink the water. We're lucky to be alive. God hears you when you pray. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Well, he does. <laughs> Snarky church home. <laughs> and um, we also learned that there are eight-year-old kids in this world that are way better than I ever was when I eight, was eight. No doubt. Or no 32. Doubt. Yeah. <clears throat> and we can't glue and stick numbers on a lottery ticket for $100,000. Yeah. We'll get 20 years. 
Also learned this week, committing a crime with you needs to be animal-based, not people-based. Yeah, and that animal-based needs to be for, like, a good cause. It needs to be, like, if you want to go kidnap a koala, we can. If it's going to make you come home and be happy about your kidnapped koala. Oh. <laughs> Like, we can't just be kidnapping koalas all willy-nilly for shits and giggles. Like, we got to do it for the betterment of humanity. Oh, okay. I got it. <laughs> well, we want to thank everybody for <laughs> listening to us ramble and rave about childhood, our father, and Hallmark. <laughs> People, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to write a strongly worded letter. I think that's going to get some results right there. Strongly worded letter. Mm-hmm. Hell, everybody's signing petitions for every damn thing else. Why can't we start one for that? I feel like that's a legit cause. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to take off all week long to go pick it somewhere? How about you go outside of their studio and be like, we ain't watching this shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Golden Girls. Uh-huh. Bring back. Yeah, pick it outside with our yeah, Let's make a sign. If y'all can't hire more than five folks, you need to shut the door. Well, they had to figure something out after um, Aunt Becky got arrested for all that crap where she was trying to pay her kids to get in school. I think that's great. <laughs> so they had to revamp in a hurry. <laughs> where other people look at that as a tragedy. <laughs> it tickles me. <laughs> be ain't Becky. <laughs> you can't be Becky with the good hair going off over here to pay your way, your kid's way in the school. Like, it just, no. Tickles me. Tickles me. You do, like the rest of us, and go, girl, you either better read a damn book or you're going to have to hit the pole. you got to pick one. Yep. So, I guess she wanted a better life for her kids. I guess so. <laughs> like, this junior college going to be just as good for you <laughs> as everywhere else. Maybe she should have tried making a lottery ticket. Yeah, she should have contacted them other fellows. <laughs> they all three could have got together. Yeah, master plan. You reckon she knows uh, Martha Stewart? Maybe Martha Stewart could have gave them like some... Helpful tips on proper paper. <laughs> <laughs> Helpful insider trading. Yeah, like tips. maybe Aunt Becky could have called her, got the know-how, called them, figured it out, and they all could have got together and they could have got a hundred thousand dollars. Her kids could have went to school, and she'd still be on the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, yeah. it's all Martha Stewart's fault. That's it. <laughs> so, um, next week, if you're easily offended, don't tune in. But if you want to get a chuckle, go ahead and tune in. Because we're going to be talking about Mardi Gras, our grandmother, and our favorite childhood music and memories. Thank you guys for tuning in. So, there's that. Yay! <laughs>